If you would turn in your Bibles, please, to First Kings chapter number 17. First Kings chapter number 17. The title of the message tonight is The Lord Provides. The Lord Provides. Now, this may be a familiar passage uh, to you, but I pray that the Lord will reveal some, perhaps a new truth, something that you can apply in your personal life to put you in a position to better serve the Lord. That is my desire tonight. And uh, again, I want to thank uh, Pastor Elstock and Community Baptist Church for uh, the time that you have supported us. You've been supporting us for seven years, almost eight years now. And uh, you've been one of our most faithful supporters, giving above and beyond just your monthly support uh, in times that only the Lord knew we needed it. So thank you for your sacrifice. So tonight we're going to look at the life of Elijah, the prophet of God. In this passage of scripture at the beginning in in verse number one, he's standing before Ahab, an evil king of Israel, and he's telling him that rain is not going to fall, that they're going to enter into drought. And uh, you'll see uh, in verse number two, we'll begin reading. And the word of the Lord came unto him, saying, get thee hence and turn thee eastward and hide thyself by the brook Cherith, that is before Jordan. And it shall be that thou shalt drink of the brook and I have commanded the ravens. To feed thee there. The first thing we see is that Elijah is obedient to the call of God. He delivers the message. It may not be a positive message. Uh, And we also see that God's judgment upon this nation, uh, Elijah has to experience it in some way himself. But God still provides a means to provide for his needs. He sustains him in a miraculous way. Amen. But if you're familiar with the story, you know that something happens over time. And look with me now in verse number seven. And it came to pass after a while that the brook dried up because there had been no rain in the land. Now, it's interesting to see that God always provides for his servant when they are faithful and obedient to his calling. But I think that sometimes God works in such a way to where he wants to see if our faith is in the resources through which he provides for us. Or if our faith is in him to provide for our needs. And I see that's where Elijah is now. The brook dries up, the birds fly away. But what happens? Verse number nine. The word of the Lord comes to him again and says, Arise, get thee to Zarephath, which belongeth to Zidon, and dwell there. Behold, I have commanded, notice that word, a widow woman there to sustain thee. All right. The word sustain clearly does not say that God is going to provide for Elijah in an overabundant way. But he is telling him he will sustain him. He will provide with him the nutrients or that which he needs to survive and to continue serving the Lord. So Elijah, being the man of God that he is, follows the Lord's leading and he goes to Zarephath and he finds the widow as soon as he enters the the uh, the, the Zarephath. And look what he uh, you know, that he calls to the woman and he asks her for a drink of water. And the woman graciously turns to go get the water and he calls to her again and he says, please bring me a morsel of bread. Notice he just said a bite to eat. And now let's look at verse number 12, how the widow responds to him. And she said, as the Lord thy God liveth, I have not a cake, but a handful of meal and a barrel 
and a little oil in a cruise. And behold, I am gathering two sticks that I may go in and dress it for me and my son, that we may eat it and die. Wow. Uh, As you can see, this woman, when she turns to him, willing to get the water for him as much as he wanted, she does not feel that she has what he has asked of her. And she turns to him and says, as the Lord, thy God liveth. Now, there's two things that we can see in that statement. First of all, she recognized that Elijah was a man of God. Second, she didn't say the Lord, our God, the Lord, my God. She said the Lord, thy God. Now, all we know about this woman so far is what she has said. I would imagine that her faith is waning. She sees her end. Her resources have come to the bottom of the barrel, if you will. Okay, but you know the story how Elijah says, fear not, go and do as thou hast said, but prepare for me a little cake first and bring it to me. And after prepare for thee and thy son. Now, I have to be honest with you. I do not know that I would have that kind of faith. When a woman turns to me and says she's preparing her last meal to tell her. Hey, it's okay. Just bring me something to eat first. It's all going to be all right, you know. But Elijah does. And he tells her to do just that. And look at verse number 15. And she went and did according to the saying of Elijah. And she and he and her house did eat many days. Notice that, again, she's obedient to the word of God. And God provides in a miraculous way. Verse 16, and the barrel of meal wasted not, neither did the cruise of oil fail, according to the word of the Lord, which he spake by Elijah. God, the the God of the universe, has the resources to provide for our needs. Amen. The beauty of this story is Elijah was relying upon the Lord at the brook Cherith. And when his resources ended, At the same time, this widow was coming to her end and God brought them together so that he could miraculously provide for all of them. I believe that God has brought these six missionaries representing these six ministries to Community Baptist Church this week for a reason. I believe that he wants to provide for our needs and our ministry At the same time, he wants to miraculously provide for yours. Neither one of us can accomplish what God has called us to do without each other. But the story doesn't end there. It gets even better. Right? You know that the woman's only son becomes ill and is dying. The only son, the one who was going to provide for her in her old age and care for her, is now gone. And she comes to Elijah and she pleads with him in verse 18. And she said unto Elijah, what have I to do with thee, O thou man of God? Art thou come unto me to call my son to remembrance and to slay my son? Immediately, this woman is under conviction for her sin. And she feels that God is judging her now. And she's pleading with the prophet of God. Why have you come to me? Why is this happening to me? Elijah takes her son 
And he goes to his chamber and he prays for the son three times, asking that God would give him, uh, asking that his soul come unto him again. In verse 23, uh, the son revives in verse 22 and verse 23. Elijah took the child and brought him down out of the chamber into the house and delivered him unto his mother. And Elijah said, see, thy son liveth. In verse 24, the woman again says something very uh, enlightening. The woman said to Elijah, now by this, I know that thou art a man of God and that the word of the Lord in thy mouth is what? Truth. She didn't say that what Elijah said was true when the oil never failed and there was always meal in the barrel. She only said it was true when she realized that the God of Elijah could give life. That is God's greatest resource. Eternal life. You see, when we are obedient to God's call and we do what he says, he will not only provide for our needs, but he will work in such a way that we can share the hope of life eternal with other people so they can trust Christ as their Savior and have eternity in heaven. Isn't it, wasn't it Jesus who said, I have come that they might have life, and that they might have it more, what? Abundantly. I ask you tonight, Community Baptist Church, are you living an abundant life? If not, why not? We should be.